1: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: 644-16 till 7. Highs of 52 today. Then another cold night tonight. Lows 30 north, Shore, 36 south. Then on Thursday night, Friday morning, really chilly, 28 for a low on the north shore, 34 south shore. Of course, that's west of the lake as well with freeze and frost. Mike Strange joins us now, Commissioner of Louisiana Agriculture, Commissioner of the Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. How you doing, Mike?
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good chilly morning here as we headed towards New Year. Did you see Great. the
2: sunset yesterday or not?
1: It, I did. I did. I was able, believe it or not, I was able to be home for a little while. I was out on my. John Deere tractor. It was magnificent. I was, I tell you. I was watching a movie. Good to be alive.
2: I was watching a movie on on Prime or Amazon whatever you call it about the end of the world. I looked outside and everything was pink. And I thought, "What the hell's <laughs> going on here? What? Wait, what is this? The news or is this a movie?" And I went and looked, and it was just a spectacular sunrise. And we get them this time of year. Tell me what people need to know, Mike, about this cold snap, and and who needs to protect what, where, bring what in. I'm not a plant guy, so I don't know.
1: Well, you know, there are a number of plants, when it gets below 65, uh, you have to bring them in, a number of ornamentals, and especially some of your exotic plants. You need to bring them in either into the house or put them in your greenhouse or keep them warm. Now, as you know, we've seen uh, temperatures hit right at 32, and so if you have citrus plants and that sort of thing, if there's potential for a freeze, you need to protect them. You know, some people put sheets on them. One of the mistakes that people make is that you pile up uh, some type of ground cover around the base of the tree. In other words, you will put some bark or something along the base. Actually, the base of the tree where it contacts the ground, that should be uh, the ground should be uh, clean there. You can put a, r- a ring around it, but the ground actually helps keep the tree warm. You can cover the tree, um, but one of the big mistakes we make, we cover that ground up and you can't get any radiant heat from the ground coming up. And so you need to watch it. And the, the one of the other things that we need to do is when it warms up during the day, if you put, you know, bags or some people use all different sorts of things to protect their plants, don't leave that on when it warms up. Pull it off because that can actually damage the tree. And so, you know, here, you know, we, we're frantic here on the farm protecting our, you know, our precious plants, especially our citrus plants and the other plants we cover those up but you've got to get out there and uncover them so there are many cloth types of products you can use uh bed sheets work well uh, but you can also buy these commercial bags that go over and then again though you've got to take it off you know as soon as it warms up or you will harm the tree
2: um i know you grow broccoli Is that us a picture of you um with your broccoli on strain farms what, what, that was the best crop we've ever had. It, it they're incredible. That I broccoli is the size brother's. of a basketball, Mike.
1: That's right. It's we've never had plants that nice, you know. And I think it was a combination of the weather conditions, and uh, we, you know, you know, so you know, when you farm, when you raise gardens, sometimes you just quote hit it right. Mm-hmm. And that broccoli is magnificent. We got some cabbage plants coming on too, and we got a magnificent field of mustard greens. And so we've been eating a lot of uh, of broccoli. We'll be eating a lot of cabbage, and that's what we're going to have, you know, on New Year's Day. We're going to have some fresh cabbage, you know, out of the garden, as well as some mustard greens. We're going to cook that in these big black iron pots, you know, with a little bit of uh, bacon, as you can imagine, as well. And so, but there's nothing better. You know, the gardens have done very well, but we did irrigate. We have drip irrigation. We use tanks, and we fill the tanks up with water from the artesian wells. And then we will drip irrigate when needed to, you know, to minimize the use of water. But we have a very good winter garden this year.
2: If um, somebody's listening right now and they got kids and they want to maybe plant a garden with the kids out of school looking for some activity, what would be a good thing for them to plant right now, either from the vegetable side or the flower side?
1: Well, right, side? Now a, right now it's it's right now it's a little late. You've missed most of the windows, and so you'll start again in March. And in March, you can plant all, you know, start March and April, you can plant, you know, many, many different things. It, you know, there's nothing you can really plant here in the, in the dead of winter. Uh, but you, if you go to the LSU, uh, you can vegetable planting guide. When you get into March, you got all types of beans, snap beans. Uh, you get into, into lima beans. And, of course, uh, now with broccoli, you can plant again. You get into, I would say, you uh, Mid to late January, you can plant broccoli again. You can plant cabbage again mid to late January. And so those are some things. Carrots, mid to late January, you can do that. Uh, chard, you can do that as well. Uh, greens of February, you probably have to go into February, first week of February. And then, again, kale. There's so many things you can plant as you get into February, including Irish potatoes. And those, and have you ever planted Irish I potatoes? I never have. That's no. a real, that's a real treat for kids, you know. And you can go down to your local feed and seed and get some of the potatoes. seed. We call those seed potatoes. You plant that, and you uh, plant the whole potato. The kids can watch. No sir, no sir. You get the seed potatoes, and you will see where the plant is trying to grow through the side of the potato. They call that eyes, e y e s eyes, and you cut those out. You just use a knife and you cut them. And we always would take and uh, coat the potato with lime, and then go ahead and put it, you know, in a row in the ground. And that potato makes a beautiful plant, and that's something the kids can do and have just a whole lot of fun. But you call it seed potatoes; you can get that at your local feed and seed. Uh, and so that's that's a lot of fun. You can plant spinach coming in February, as well as turnips, and of course with watermelons, you can do that between the mid uh, March and mid June. You know, if you want that Fourth of July watermelon, you really need to start probably at least by April.
2: Wow, all right, let's. You know so some we, stuff. Let me take a break. When we come back. We're talk about um, somebody texted in wants about know about beekeeping. Is there a time of year where we should start beekeeping? And I know you want to talk about recycling Christmas trees as well as the agricultural year behind us and looking ahead to, to next year. Mike Strain, a font of knowledge. You got any questions or comments? 504-260-1870. Somebody else looking how to kill dollar weeds. Uh, Mike Strain, Commissioner of Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. More when we come back, 10 till 7, Traffic Now, WWO.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import Chicago, Illinois.
2: 6.55 and a half. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Mike Strain, Commissioner, Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. He spends every Thursday morning with us for a little bit. And we like having him because he's a font of knowledge. Mike, somebody wants to get rid of dollar weed. They say they have a beautiful lawn. They tried Scott's Turf Builder Bonus S, but it didn't work. Oh well, no! it, it, it Really? Did. Go ahead. You need.
1: Okay, so one of the things, if you look at the Scott's Turf Builder, uh, what they say is that. To treat dollar weed, you need about two weeks of, of, of dry. In other words, don't water the garden, um, garden or your lawn for at least two weeks. Then you apply turf builder, or weed and feed, and so according to the label. And so the other thing you can do, you can spot treat with atrazine, or one, if you just have a little bit in selective spaces. In other words, if it's not throughout your whole lawn, you can just you can pour boiling water on it, or uh, which you can do you can spot treat with atrazine or things such as roundup and that sort of thing uh, but it, the, the weed and feed uh, you need to have it dry for at least two or two plus weeks so you know, and again we've had some dry weather but you need that two weeks in order that that will stress that dollar weed out uh, the lawn will do well okay the grass will do okay but the dollar weed won't then you put on uh, your turf builder or your weed and feed or any of those uh, types of products. And you may have to do it multiple times because, you know, dollar weed can be a nemesis. Uh, you can work very hard to get it out, but there are a number of different methods you can do.
2: Back in the day, I'd have cared about that. Now, if it's green and it holds the mud in place, that's all I'm looking for. Tell me about um, uh-huh. beekeeping. Tell me about people that want to start people beekeeping. To start How them. do you go about it?
1: Well, the the first thing you need to do with beekeeping, if you want to get started, join one of the local beekeeping clubs. Uh, and then go to some field days. I mean, if you look, look in the New Orleans area, there's New Orleans beekeepers. Uh, there's the North Shore beekeepers in Slidell River regions uh, of Co- in Covington, beekeepers. And so, you know, I belong to the Louisiana Beekeepers Association. And what I would do, uh, really, you know, visit the club, get to know everybody, and come to the field days. And the field days, you know, there's a lot of education on the beekeepers association when they have the, the annual meetings. Last year, I went to a meeting that was literally everything from scratch all the way through advanced beekeeping. It was a full fun day, and that was in around central Louisiana, around Bunky. And you can learn a lot, but with the association and the clubs, everyone's there you know, with the same interest and willing to help each other. If you're going to start beekeeping, the spring is a good time. If you go ahead and start getting your high boxes and everything together, and then you can order your bees. I recommend you order them from here in Louisiana, local bees. <laughs> and, again, if you have in a local club, they will help you to get bees that are adapted to your climate, some local bees. And get when you get the nuke, which is uh, the, the queen and the bees, and it's best if they've been together for a while, and then you can get started. And once you get started, you, you, know, you can have that support. Because beekeeping is, you know, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of science to it. And a, a lot of know how, but it's a lot of fun. We, you know, we keep bees here on the farm, and we're always in a, in a mode of trying to expand our bees, but they really do a great job in fertilizing our gardens and, and our citrus products, you know, and all of the, the trees and the plants and the ornamentals here on the farm. So
2: it's a lot of fun. Mike, somebody else wants to know best time to fertilize live oak trees.
1: That I'm going to have to look at. Uh, you may need uh, to, to check with an expert like from the LSU Ag Center, when the best time. But normally it's in the, in the spring is the best time. You know, you don't want to do it in the dormancy, but you've got to do it right. So you need to do some research on the best method to do that. Uh, and I would, one, get someone probably from the Ag Center to give you that answer if not i'll try to have it for you next week
2: thank you mike happy new year to you be safe enjoy your cabbage enjoy your broccoli and have a great new year on strain farms happy new year to you thank you sir we'll talk to you next year as a matter of fact mike strain commission louisiana department of agriculture and forestry we come back talk to greg upton over 100 louisiana firms gearing up for the state's growing offshore wind industry how can you make it win win with wind and oil and gas back in a flash